Number one versus number two to get things started here at 133. Starachi driving, and there's the two. The national championship to Carter Starachi. Fend off a nice leg attack by Brooks. Brooks works into a body lock. He throws Brands to his back. That's all we get? You're moving on already? Chopley K. White. Roman Bravo Young, Penn State's first champion at 133 pounds. And what a way to start the night. A victory in a sudden victory. Man, it feels amazing. You know, I put a lot of work into this. People don't see. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure sometimes, but got it done. And now I'm a national champ forever. It means a lot. On this episode of the Let's Go State Wrestling Podcast, we check in with 141-pound NCAA National Champion Nick Lee ahead of Penn State's matchup with the Iowa Hawkeyes on Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Nick, this Friday it'll be a battle of the two undefeateds that remain in the conference. How much are you looking forward to getting to Iowa? Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's always a fun duel. So Definitely. You being now one of the leaders and the cornerstones of this program, you've obviously been in some big-time duels, and, and you know what to expect when it comes to this matchup on Friday. What's different about this year's team at this point compared to some others that you've been on in the past? Um, yeah, so you know, whenever I came in, it was a really experienced team with a lot of really, really good wrestlers. Um, and then um, kind of on the back half of my career, it's been a fresher team, newer, so not as much experience, but... I think, um, you know, going into this stage of the season with the guys that we have, it's experienced guys, um, you know, obviously several national champions, um, and then, you know, a few fresh faces as well. So I'm I'm super excited to be to be wrestling with them. How do you lead as one of the vets now? <laughs> I don't even know sometimes. <laughs> um, I think just, you know, offering advice where I can – um, you know, and, and some guys don't necessarily, you know, need to be offered advice. Sometimes it's waiting for them to come and ask you. Um, and then just, you know, leading by example and doing my thing. And, you know, um, it's, it's just a mix of everything. Like I said, I don't always know sometimes, but I think just being positive and um, being confident is, is important. So you talked about some of the younger guys and the fresh bodies within this program. If you were to go back and tell freshman Nick Lee one thing, what would that be today? Um, gosh, so many things. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I think just, you know, don't worry as much. Like, it's not a huge deal. Just go and have fun and, and make the most of it, it was, is what I would say. So, and, and understand that this isn't a time that a lot of people get to experience and it doesn't last very long, so enjoy it. Away from the mat, what is one of those things that if you were to go back, you'd say, hey, appreciate that moment a little bit more? Time with my teammates. A lot of my teammates are, you know, uh, or my teammates whenever I was younger are gone now, and so, you know, it's it's good to appreciate those times, and then, you know, I'm having uh, good times with these teammates too, you know, some of the younger guys and, you know, some of the guys that have been here the whole time and, so I think just enjoying those times while they last is important because eventually everyone goes their separate ways. So if we were to go into Nick Lee's house on a Friday night in the off season and you've got the some of your teammates there, what are you guys doing? Uh, we're playing cards probably. What card game? Uh, we play Mafia. Ah, classic. And I'm sure, yeah, it's uh, it gets cutthroat. So <laughs> um, it's kind of like dodgeball here where I almost have to stop playing because some of the guys get on my nerves because they 
are coming after me and stuff. So it's uh, it's pretty competitive, I would say. Like they're gaining up on you type of thing or what? Um, yeah, you know, it's that's what it seems like. It seems like in dodgeball and in the mafia game, like they come after me. I don't know why. It's maybe because like I'm not that old. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm a fifth year. I know I'm 23, but it seems like they like gang up on me because I'm the old guy or something. But I'm not that old, so I don't understand. Um, maybe it's because they're just threatened by me. I don't know. It's got to be. <laughs> yeah. Jealous. A little bit of threat. Yeah. yeah. I am I very good it. at both of those games, so I, I understand. Who is the king of the dodgeball room these days? Um, who's the king of the dodgeball room? You ask every person on the team, you're going to get a different answer every time. Because you're going to say it's you. Well, I would say, like, I wish I could say it's me, but like I said, everyone gangs up on me. <laughs> um, who's been doing really well? Like, for some reason, no one throws at Coach Varner. Huh. So, which doesn't make sense. He's, like, got all these freshmen. They're, like, his minions, and they don't throw at him. And then he gets everybody out, and then he gets them out, and then he somehow wins the game. So that's a that's a hot subject, though. You should definitely ask some people about that. There's a little bit of uh, persuasion going on there, possibly? I would call it more coercion. Okay. Yeah. Coercion. <laughs> I like that. Uh, last year, when we spoke, I think it was after the national championship, yep. we talked about chop wood, carry water in the yep. offseason and how important that's been to, to your life. How does that still play a factor into your daily routine out on the mat? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's about the process, right? So um, in practice and off the mat as well, just making sure that you're putting everything into, you know, the process, the boring parts, the parts that you don't necessarily see all the time, right? So the, the repetition and then uh, doing your homework, you know, for school. It's, it's the stuff that people don't see, but you stay on top of it, and then it ends up, you know, paying back in dividends. Um, and so that's just, you know, it's a part of my life on the mat. It's a part of my life off the mat. And uh, hopefully it's going to be a part of my life, you know, going forward even you know, once I'm done with this sport. so Is that something that you try to change year in and year out? I know a lot of people look at that and say, oh, that's a mantra. Well, not really. That's a part of your everyday life. Do you try to read a new book to try to gain something more valuable for each new season? Or is that pretty much what you're going to go with from here on out? Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, pretty cool to, you know, find motivation and, you know, little bits of wisdom here and there. So, um, you know, that's a good bit of wisdom that, you know, stuck with me last year. And um, I, I think that's definitely just, you know, making sure you're doing the right things day to day is kind of the takeaway from that. And so I think that's something I'm going to keep my whole life. Um, and then, you know, finding, you know, different bits of motivation from, you know, different books or speakers or whatever it is. I think that's, you know, really good. But um, it, it can't be something that's temporary where, ooh, that motivates me for, you know, a couple of weeks and then I got to find new motivation. I, I try to find the things that can support my underlying values and principles and then, um, you know, carry those out day to day. So, but like I said, you know, finding different sources of motivation, uh, bits of wisdom here and there is, is good and healthy. So if I'm going on YouTube and we're sitting in front of the computer together, <laughs> who's like the speaker that you're going to type in? Uh, there's a couple good ones out there. Like, I don't want to get controversial, but like I, I, David Goggins is one guy that a lot of people like. Um, and then, you know, I've also tuned in to, you know, guys like, like Jordan Peterson, and that's more for off-the-mat stuff, you know. So a lot of different areas. And I, I would say for wrestlers as well, make sure you're putting effort into uh, your life off the mat because if you don't take care of that, that will catch up to you on the mat as well if that's what you really care about. So, um, 
you know, bits and pieces from everywhere. I, I looked up I look up the Dalai Lama's Twitter sometimes just to see what he's putting out. Sometimes it's like cool quotes, but <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you gotta gotta get things from from all areas. So no doubt, David Gogg is one of my personal favorites too. I yeah, mean, obviously, just his background and the and the seals and stuff like that and how i mean that dude was huge yeah uh, those guys get big and my, my dad actually was um he's in the military and he was deployed in a couple areas and uh, he was telling me like whenever they're in afghanistan um there's two things you do you are either lifting or you're out fighting the enemy so <laughs> he did a lot of lifting <laughs> wait so so your dad went to afghanistan yeah he was deployed in afghanistan and what year was it i don't even remember what year it was. I, I was in first grade so someone can do the math on that how how the heck was that you being a uh, first grader young kid your dad's going to afghanistan to fight the war on terrorism at the time yeah i mean that's surreal yeah you know i i I was in first grade, so I, I have some memories of that. My brothers were in, they weren't even in kindergarten yet. So I don't know, you know, they probably remember some things. I probably have a little bit more clear memories, but, um, you know, definitely, a, you know, hard three boys and then my mom taking care of three boys. So that can be tough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I just remember it, you know, being, it was a tough time, but I think, you know, those are kind of, even whenever that you're that young, you can develop character traits and, you know, a certain amount of resiliency from resiliency from stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, tough time, but, you know, glad that I had that experience. So how does, how does he, or how has he pushed you to the person that you are today, knowing that you're in a different situation than most kids at that age where they might have a, a father around, a mother around, both of them around, but you've got your dad overseas fighting for our country. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here you are in first grade and you're able to to watch and hear from him from afar. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely a uh, very patriotic first grader and, you know, from, from that point on, pretty patriotic. So um, just, you know, knowing, because I, I had an understanding of what he was doing, even though I was in first grade, you know, I know he was, um, you know, you know, fighting for the right reasons and, you know, we'd get pictures actually. We would send, um, we would send like old clothes and stuff over there for, for, uh, you know, the Afghans and obviously they're you know not as wealthy and they didn't have as much opportunities as us. So we would send shirts and then we, I would get pictures back of like people like wearing a shirt that I got in Disney world or something, or like, like a wrestling shirt from, uh, from like my high school or something like, and so that was cool. And there's a story people can look up to where, um, my dad, I think he wrote a letter back or something. And he was like, Hey, uh, to my grandma and grandpa, they live in Bedford, Indiana. And, uh, he said, Hey, like we need toothbrushes. And so I forget someone wrote a story in like a newspaper or something. Every toothbrush within like a certain radius, mile radius like came in and was sent to Afghanistan and he had all the toothbrushes he needs. So, um, we were very like involved in it as well. I felt like, like we, even though he was over there, you know, we were constantly, you know, trying to talk to him and, you know, trying to help any way we could. So, uh, not that we did that much, but <laughs> I mean, that's more than most. So definitely appreciate you. And I know you got to get out on the map, but let's end on this one. Dodgeball is going to start up here in a second. So we're going to let you go. Oh, but, no. um, what is your message for, Somebody that's listening to this that is in a similar position yeah. as to what you once were. Yeah. We're not even talking about wrestling at, at this yeah. point in time right now. Yeah, sure. What's your message to somebody that 
is battling what you've gone through. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I want to clarify. I, I don't think that I'm definitely off though in the worst circumstances. I was very lucky growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, everyone, if it's the worst thing you've experienced, it's the worst thing you've experienced, right? So, so definitely, everyone has their own unique struggles. But you know, I would say, um, you know, the the battle isn't you know outside; it's in your mind, right? So y- your outlook is everything. And if you can uh, make the best of any situation, I, you know, there's going to be some really crummy situations out there, and um, but control what you can control, right? I can't control at for in first grade. You know, I wasn't thinking about this in first grade, but you know, I, I can't control, you know, what my parents are doing and what the situation is. But you know, I can control, you know, what my actions are. Um, you know, a lot of people don't think that you can control your thoughts. I, I can decide, you know, what thoughts I have in my head, right? That's definitely within my control, and so I'm going to do that, and I'm going to make the best of it, no matter, you know, what the situation. That's awesome. Appreciate you stopping by on this edition of the Let's Go State Wrestling Podcast. Good luck this Friday as Penn State takes on Iowa at 9 p.m. Eastern time. All right. Appreciate it.